Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now with our healing of our hearts. God, we say thank you for this day that you have made. We thank you for life after this Christ. Father, we plead, we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your tender loving care that you have engulfed yourself around us. Father, we ask you now to forgive us of all sins, omission and commission that we may have sinned, knowing and unknowingly against you and anybody else. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over our lives, over our homes, over our finances. God, we just want to magnify you. We want to bless you. And God, we're going to give you the glory and honor as we go endeavor to in your word. Open our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. And let us hear what the Spirit has to you. And God, we may give you the glory, the praise that's rightly due to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. We coming on tonight. Seem like I've been been on for a minute, forever. I actually feel like, but it have But I want to come on just to encourage us, strengthen us, motivate us, inspire us. Um, this has been a trying month for me, and whenever I say I'm trying month, I mean really a trying month. But we giving God the glory in spite of some days I. Don't feel inspired and motivated to encourage, but I'm always encouraging everybody else, even in the midst of me trying to encourage myself. But I want to go back to First Peter, um, chapter one. We've been dealing with this about the trying of the faith, and I want to go back to verse seven again tonight, and hopefully we'll wrap this up. First um, Peter chapter one. In verse 7, when you get time, just go and read the entire chapter. It's going to bless you. I promise you, you're going to find some new nuggets in it. Um, you, if you like a porterhouse steak or T-bone steak, you're going to, oh, you, that ju- it's going to be juicing good to you. But that's going to focus on verse 7 just for a few minutes. Um, that the trial of your faith being more precious than the gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. The trying of your faith is what I want to talk about, the trying of your faith. And how do we understand this? How do we go through this? How do we embark and endeavor to stay faithful and strong when the trial of our faith is we've been tested every time we turn around? Um, we don't, sometimes I feel like we don't know if we're coming or going. Sometimes we can feel like we can better keep our head above water. And I understand this. And this, the reason I'm talking this way is because I want us to understand this more importantly, that what we're going through is part of the process that God has designed for our lives it's part of the assignment that God has given us because people that have been with you now are looking at you like you're crazy. They don't understand why you're going through this much. You must have sinned. You did something wrong that God is not pleased with. That's why you are being attacked on every hand. And I want to reassure you that is not the case. What is the case, though, is that we are being tested 
to stand firm on what we believe in, who we know we believe in, and to whom we believe in. We've been tested to understand, to compel others to come with us, walk with us, because Jesus gave us a assignment, and that was to make go and make disciples. He didn't say make churches. He didn't say make churches. He said go and make disciples. So the only way you can make disciples, your faith has to be tried. And understand me, I said, man, and I'm with you on this one. Why does it seem like the more I try to please God, the more I try to live for God, the more I try to uplift him, to praise him, the worse things are getting, the harder it's getting because I don't see no help. I don't see no release. I feel like I'm about to go out of my mind. My help is all of this and all this kind of stuff. But understand it is for the glory, the testimony of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe me, um, I want to take your mind to on a little trip just for a moment. I want to go on a little trip um, to the book of um, St. Matthew. The book of St. Matthew. And I'm, I'm sorry, not the book of St. Matthew, excuse me. Please forgive me. The book of St. John. The book of St. John, chapter 9. And I want to begin reading at verse 1, just for the moment, to understand the trying of the faith. And Jesus passed by, and he saw a man which was blind from birth. And the disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned nor his parents, but the works of God should be manifested in him. I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. And as long as I'm in this world, I am the light of this world. The reason I brought this up because many of us have been falsely accused that we must did something that was not pleasing to God. We have sinned. We have lost the faith. We gave up hope. We are walking away because we're going through so much. And here it is in the scripture according to St. John that nobody did anything wrong. It's just for the glory of God that the work must be done through Jesus Christ in our life. So others will believe, others will want to follow us as we follow Christ. Isn't that what Apostle Paul told us? Follow me as I follow Christ. So that means for people to follow us, that means it's got to be something drawn to them. So your, try, your faith has to be tried in the fire to cause people to want to walk with you and to be more like Jesus Christ with you. Can I get a witness here? Yes. So he says, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold, that perish, though it be tried with the fire, may be found unto a praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, I, I want to go. I want to take you to another. I want to take you somewhere else. Don't don't get faint-hearted on me, because stay with me. But let's go to the Book of James. Go to James chapter one. James chapter one. Uh, this is tying in. I'm, I'm trying not, I don't want to get excited. I'm asking God to keep me calm, cool, and collective because I, I, I just want you to get this. James chapter one, been tried of the faith, tell us that 
James chapter 1, verse 1 says, James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it all joy, my brother. The word, the word diverse of temptation means all types of trials, all types of aggravation, degradation, problems, issues, hangups, misuse, abuse, miscommunication. All of that is part of the trials of diapers temptation. And he says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into the diapers temptations, knowing this, verse 3, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Um Anybody else like me can say, Lord, work on me because I sure need a little, a lot more patience because my patience ain't going to lie to nobody. I ain't tough talking about y'all. Trust me, I tell you quickly, and I mean this. I'm not throwing off on you. I'm not talking about you. I can only talk about me. I know what I'm going through. I know how I feel. I know what I like, what I don't like. And right now, my patience has not been up to par. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. He says, but the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that it may be perfect and entire, wanting for nothing. Hear what he's saying. This is what he picked up with James, with Apostle First Peter. He says about the trying of your faith being much precious than gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto a praise and honor and glory unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here James said, understand this, my beloved. My brothers, my sisters, I want you to get excited. I want you to feel good about this. He says, but the know that the trying of your faith work at patience, but let patience have our perfect work. I just told you in St. John that he said that nobody did anything, but it's for the glory of God that has to be worked because what he has to work for the work that was sitting to him through him. He must do it while it's day because no man can work at night. Meaning that put your time in because payday is coming after a while and you need to be in a position, even though it hurts, it don't feel good, don't smell good. And I know we don't have some medicine. That don't, we just know it, it's better. It does not taste good, but we still take it well, because it must do some good for the body. And it's what James is saying right here, that patient have her own perfect work that it, ye may be perfect with the entire and wanting for nothing. Now, because we don't understand this while we're going through some stuff, James went on and goes, now let me help you out. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God, that he may give all to men liberally and not abroad if not, and it shall not be given unto him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of a sea driven with the wind tossed. For let not the man think that he shall receive anything of God. In other words, let me paraphrase this in translation. He says, cause your trial of your faith. What you're going through, if you don't understand it, ask somebody. Ask God. Don't ask man. Hear me. Don't ask man. Because man ain't got all the answers. A lot of times, I don't have all the answers. And I have to wait on God. And sometimes y'all get mad at me because you, you expect me to give you an answer just like that. And I don't. I get quiet on you. I do not respond because I have to wait on God to give an answer because sometimes I don't understand it, what you're going through and why you're going through it. But I just know it's got something to do with your faith and not saying that you don't have faith. It's to strengthen your faith. Your faith, you're not tight on that rope. You need to be a little bit tighter. Your faith needs to be a little bit tighter. It might need to be a little bit, little bit snugger. Then you know what? You snug that, that cover on you or on the bed, you want to make sure it's nice and pretty and tight. Then sometimes that's what your feet is like. It's got to be snug real tight. So when you rub your hand, it don't have no ripples in it. So that's the triumph of your faith. And he says, if you don't understand, he says, if any man 
lack wisdom, let him ask of God that he may give it to all men liberally and abroad it not. In other words, they, you, you don't have it because you don't ask. You can ask and you're going to get an understanding why. But Lord, why me? Hmm. Yes, Lord, why me? Why am I going through this? Why ain't nobody else going through what I'm going through? How do you know? There's some people much worse off than you because I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you right now. I didn't think nobody was going through what I'm going through. Lord, you can, and I'm, when I say I can't get no help nowhere, I can't get no type of assistance. I can't get no system from the government. I can't get no system from family, friends, nobody. When I say there is zero, zilch, not nothing, that means exactly that. But my help come from the Lord because David had to come and minister to me. David had to remind me that my help, I will look unto the hills for what cometh my help, for my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and earth. Now, when I look at this as a time of your faith, he said, because you're going to go through and he says, you got to be still and be of good courage and know that God has not forgotten about you. How do I know this is a trial of faith that I have to be still? How do I trust God in the midst of all of this? Because if you go to Psalm 46 verse 10, he tells you, be still. And know that I am God and I shall be exalted among all the heathen. I don't care what it looks like, how everybody rejoices and they're having a good time. Well, everybody's having a good time. You're just miserable. But I want you to count it all joy. I want you to start rejoicing. I want you to start telling God thank you. Because as I'm telling you, I'm, I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself more than I'm preaching to you. Because I have to, I'm telling myself, get yourself back up. Get yourself and get your praise back on. It's always been something about your praise. I've always bring a catastrophic deliverance, a manifestation of God's power. Something happens with your praise. So praise is one of your deadliest weapons that you can use against the enemy. He tells do everything he is. Because in Satan has realized if he can silence the praise, he can take the thunder. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. Satan has realized that if he can silence the praise, he can take your thunder. But I'm here to declare that the trial of your faith is going to be more precious than gold that perish, though it be tried with fire. You ought to tell God, thank you for the fire, because you're not going to be burned. If you don't believe me, go back to Daniel chapter 3 and look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They was put in the fiery furnace house. He is seven times harder. And God delivered them by the trying of their faith. Hello, somebody. The trying of their faith. Why are they in the midst of that fiery furnace? And King Nebuchadnezzar couldn't even sleep. He got up and pacing, and he went to the says. Did your God, that whom you serve, did he was he able to deliver you? And if you go along, let me paraphrase this: the, the, the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, replied, "O King, live forever. The God that we serve has delivered us from the fiery furnace." He said, "I know I put three in there, but I see four, and the fourth one looks like the Son of God. If God can take the fire." the heat out of the fire. Think about what you're going through. Think about what you're facing right now. Gosh, I can do the same thing because I change not. I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And right there is a good time to say, God, thank you for reminding me. Even though my faith is being tried right now, I shall come forth as pure gold. I'm not going to look like what I've been through. Oh, y'all ain't hear me tonight. I am not going to be the way I was. I'm going to be greater. I'm going to have more anointing. I'm going to have more fire. I'm going to have more power. I'm going to have a greater testimony. I am going to be liberated in my Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ's name, and I shall declare the goodness of the Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Yes, bless you, Lord. He says, but the trial of your faith 
how do I know it, it's going to work out for me? If you don't believe me, let me take you to another example in the Bible. Let me go back to Psalms 91. Thank you, David. David said, I'm just going to talk to y'all for a minute. I'm getting ready to close, y'all. I'm not going to worry your patience long. I'm getting ready to close. But when you know the trial of your faith and you feel like, you know, it's been working and it's working your last nerve. Can I get a witness here? It's really working your last nerve. David told me to tell you, he said, well, you got to remember. So why are you going through? He going to say, but he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And this is your testimony while you're trying on your faith. Your faith is being tried. This is what you are saying. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Hello, somebody. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wing thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckle. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasted at noonday. Though a thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but shall not come nigh thee. Hear what I just said. The trial of your faith is going to allow your enemies to fall at one side, ten thousand on the right side. And all of this mess is chaos. Nothing shall come nigh to thee. No harm shall come you because the trial of your faith is more precious than gold and it's got to go through the fire you know we used to sing a song back in the day god don't need no matches he's fire all by himself and because he's fire all by himself you can bless his name because you know he's fire all by himself. You can say hallelujah because you know he's fire all by himself. You can say glory because you know he's fire all by himself. You can say thank you, Jesus, because you know he's fire all by himself. You can say go over to the name of God. Now behold the Lamb. Why? Because God is taking me through this. And James Cleveland wrote a song says, please be patient with me. For God is not through with me yet. Um, because when God get through with me, you ain't gonna talk to me now, I shall come forth as pure gold. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go on, let me let me go on, because my time is aspiring rapidly. But I want to go down some of these says. Verse 10, of, no, verse 9, this says, Because I have made the Lord, which is your refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, thou shalt not, no, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh unto thy dwelling. For he shall he give his angels charge over thee, O Yahweh, and to keep thee in all his ways. Let me read this again, because I stuttered, and I didn't want to stutter over that, because I don't need to stutter. Because thou have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even my most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh unto thy dwelling. For the for he shall give his angels charge over thee and to keep you 
in all of our ways, let me speak to your body right now, to your faith, to your mindset, your mental capacity right now. I declare and I decree nothing, no plague shall come unto you according to the word, according to the scriptures. You, we shall be liberated. We shall be healed. We shall be set free. We shall be delivered. We shall be renewed. We shall be restored. We shall get, receive a fresh anointing from the Lord Most High. I declare and I declare it to be so right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to be blessed. I want you to magnify God. Tell God, thank you for your healing of your mind. Thank him for your healing of your heart. Thank him for the healing of your mouth. Thank you for the healing of your ears. Thank you for the healing of your sight. More important, thank God for the healing of your spirit, man. Because you felt like either you wanted to give up, you wanted to throw it, you wanted to walk away because it got felt too much. It just weighed too much. You weighed it down. You're burning. It's too heavy. You can't take it. But if Jesus can say, Lord, if it be thy will, take this cup away from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but let thy will be done. Give God your praise because a trial of your faith, yes, God, is more precious than gold. And you're gonna be when you come out as you're gonna shine brighter than gold will ever shine. And I'm gonna go, I'm closing on this scripture on verse 15, and we're gonna wrap it up. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Do you hear the prophetic word that God is speaking to us right now? Because the triumphs of our faith. If you don't believe it, let me read it one more time and then we're going to pray. God said, he shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? The trial of your faith is not to break you. It's to make you strong, to make you wiser, make you more focused, more, make you more anointed. That God will get the glory. And peer men will see your God goods work through you. And they will declare and say, this is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you, God, for your word. God, we ask you to help us to apply it to our lives. Give us a script to walk with it, to move in it, to motivate, to cultivate, and to illuminate what you have put into us. That we will be what you called us. We will be joint heirs with you. Even though the weight seems like it's much greater. But God, we know that you will put no more than we can bear. We cry about it. We complain about it. We fuss about it. But God, the brighter day, the deliverance, the hope. The manifestation of your power is now being falling fresh on us. Now we declare and we declare we receive it right now. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. I love you. I love you.